This conference will now be recorded. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to Early Childhood Discussions, the podcast of Grow New Jersey Kids Technical Assistance Center North, part of the Central Jersey Family Health Consortium. I'm your host, Lori Hargey, Project Lead and Technical Assistance Specialist with the Grow New Jersey Kids Technical Assistance Center North. And I have with me today two colleagues from uh, technical assistance centers in other parts of New Jersey. And I'm gonna let them introduce themselves. Andrea? Hi, I'm Andrea Targonsky, and I am a technical assistance specialist in the Southern region. Hi, I'm Pooja Mathur, and I'm a technical assistance specialist in the Central region. Uh, and I'm part of Prevent Child Abuse, New Jersey. Thanks so much. We're really excited to be here today. Um, the three of us have been watching in amazement as all of you in the early childhood field have weathered this pandemic and have risen to the occasion to be able to provide quality care for New Jersey's children. We have watched you do amazing things and we are just inspired by the hard work that you do every day. Um, one of the things that we have been um, happy to be able to do in support of all of you in your journey is to find resources that might provide helpful information. And one of the things that we recognize right now is that because you are so busy working in your programs and dealing with the challenges that you might not have time to seek out some of these resources. So we've gathered some of our favorites and we're gonna talk about some of the things that we discovered um, from those resources. We're gonna provide you with a really super helpful link with information. You're gonna have a resource page where you can further access this information and we're excited. We're gonna be sharing resources about marketing, about enrollment, about staffing. We know that you are all doing an amazing job and we're really excited to be part of the process of Grow New Jersey Kids and helping you to improve your quality as you're doing this very, very hard work. Um, there's so many things that are on your plate right now. We know that you are dealing with extra requirements from the state in terms of licensing in order to keep everybody safe, the children, the families, your staff, yourself. And so that's one of the things that you're dealing with. We know also that some of you are dealing with a situation where you haven't been able to enroll as many children as you would like to because you might be in an area where um, a lot of parents aren't needing childcare right now, or you may be um, experiencing parents feeling um, concerned or somewhat fearful about sending children back into group care. Um, and then we know that there are a whole bunch of early childhood programs that are dealing with the challenge of not having enough staff that that is um, a challenge. You may have enough children, but you don't have enough staff, or you may have a waiting list of children, but because you can't find enough staff, there are classrooms that are empty um, because you can't staff them in order to serve your community. And we know that all of these things are, are really um, weighing heavy on your heart. So we want to talk today about some of the resources that we found, and we hope that you take away from this conversation um, 
ideas of maybe something that you might be able to try. So Pooja, do you want to talk a little bit about today's reality? Sure. Um, so as of today, really, uh, people are looking towards technology uh, and they are depending on technology in a big way. Uh, one thing that I was reading an article and they were saying that majority of the parents who are looking for resources these days are millennials and they are on social media all the time. And when they look for childcare, they're looking at different social media outlets. And it's really important to keep us uh, ourselves updated on, uh, on every social media outlet that we can possibly uh, subscribe to. Um, the other thing is that even though uh, we do we are we do want to focus on technology, there are so many different ways in which we can communicate and market our program. Uh, sometimes even at different events that are happening in our community um, through magazines, through newspapers, because we do continue to to read those. They are available in paper format as well as digital format. Everybody has access to uh, to all of those resources as well. Um, I, I think that's a, a great point, Pusha, that it's really important to reach your audience where they are. So you could have a situation where you have a grandparent who's looking for care for their grandchild, and they may not be, um, for instance, on Instagram or Facebook. Maybe they are, they could certainly be, but they may appreciate getting that information, as you said, through a, a newspaper that's available, you know, in paper or in, in digital format. Um, and that point that you made about millennials is so true. Um, back in the year 2016, 82% of the babies were born to millennial moms. And we're five years beyond that. And right now the millennial generation is 25 to 40 years old. So there are so many babies that are being born to millennials. Yeah, there was also like a survey and uh, there is an article that, you know, we can share with our audience later, which kind of talks about, um, you know, all the different ways that we can serve the parents with like, for example, parent communication apps, digital documentation, sharing videos and pictures. And that is very attractive to, especially if you have millennial parents and you're catering to millennial parents, those are, those are many things that they're looking for. And when you're marketing, those are some things you can, you know, uh, talk about so that parents are attracted to your, to your program. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I've talked with directors who've been successful directors for, you know, for decades. They've had a program that's always been full. And now as a result of this pandemic, things have changed and they're having to look at suddenly marketing their program. And some have said to me, like, I don't know how to do all this stuff. And that's where I like to encourage people to recognize that you don't have to do this alone. 
like you have a whole team. Um, if you're a family childcare provider, you know, you might have the parents who are coming to you or your family members or friends. If you're a childcare center director, if you're like you've got teachers, assistant teachers, you know, maybe you aren't familiar with how to do this, but chances are somebody on your team could help you. Um, and I think sometimes that's what happens when you're the director, you feel like you have to do it all. And by reaching out, you might find somebody that that can really help. Um, and sometimes even then we're not comfortable with technology, uh, which we've had to become because of the pandemic. Uh, every time you go into your Google search and you just have to type up and search for a video that can lead you through the entire process. And there you, you can educate yourself or you can educate the person who you have recruited to help you out. Or uh, So it's, it's really uh, very doable, you know, mm -hmm. uh, because all the resources are so within our reach right there on Google or Bing, whatever your favorite search engine might be. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, um, and like Lori was saying, um, uh, and Pooja about parents and that so many of them are millennials and prefer technology versus picking up the phone. If you have those millennials working at your center, they're experts in technology and social media and, and you know, websites. And so use that to your advantage. Ask them for, you know, to show you how to do something or ask them if they wouldn't mind, you know, doing it. Um, because they know what they see every day, what they're looking for. So definitely use those experts that you have already on staff. Mm -hmm. I wanted to share an example uh, also, just to bring forth the point that we also have to be really creative these days. And uh, something may not be available to us as a marketing tool for you know creating videos for testimonials. But for example, there's a website called Winty. And we are um, a lot of people use that website to create happy birthday videos, or they use it to send wishes to anybody on anybody's anniversary. But we have used that same website to create videos about um, our childcare program to market what is happening in the childcare program. And it's it's basically a website that puts videos together. Uh, so if you had parents or teachers record their testimonials and that website would just string them together beautifully, that would really work for you. So we also have to be creative. Like what can we use? Uh, even if we are short on a budget, can we use this simple website uh, and, and just make wh whatever it is that we need to? <laughs> yeah, I think using that technology that's available. And as you said earlier, Pooja, it's so appealing. Like it's the kind of thing where you are going to get attention for that. Like who doesn't like um, a video or photo of, you know, a happy family or adorable children actively engaged and having fun. Um, so I think that being creative, because as we know that uh, childcare is not an, an industry of um, bottomless budgets like we we don't ha always have money to be able to do things so we have to be creative and this is one more way of being able to you know that that creativity and that idea of testimonials when you think about like if you're looking for something you, 
if you don't have a personal connection, if you don't know a friend or family member who uses that service, like where do you look? You know, do you look online and see what other people are saying? Like, this is an amazing childcare center. My child has been going there for two years and these are the wonderful things that happen. Um, those um, heartfelt messages from families who love your service um, can really make a huge difference in how other people perceive the value of what you offer. Yeah, I think uh, yeah. that, um, sorry, Pooja, I think that there is um, a hesitation. I know when I was a director, um, we always relied heavily on word of mouth in our community. The school had an excellent reputation. And so that brought in, you know, other families because they all talked. And um, I always felt like, well, I don't need to do any marketing because we have such a great, you know, word of mouth thing going on here. Um, you can still rely on that word of mouth, but just in a broader, on a broader scale and using uh, the testimonials from, from families, from staff uh, is a great way to do that. You know, posting those online, having them uh, write reviews online. It's still that great word of mouth, you know, people that have experienced what you have to offer. It's just you're that reaching a bigger audience than you are just having people talk in their neighborhood. While we're talking about websites, I, um, you know, since you were just talking about websites, I, I just remembered there's a really great website I was looking at, and I love the way that <clears throat> they were emphasizing all the things that were different, and uh, they had picked out some really unique aspects of how they keep they keep their program safe um, and uh, they had marketed it in such a beautiful way that you were just attracted uh, to to that school. So one question that everyone should probably ask is what is special about my program that and what features can I put on this website that are special about my program so that my parents are attracted through this website to contact me and talk about all of those special features. Yeah, I think that it's so important to amplify your unique selling points um, because when families are looking for childcare, um, if they're not child, early childhood people, like all programs look essentially the same. They're filled with colorful toys and children having fun, and but they don't know what makes your program special. So I, I love that idea, Pooja, of the um, letting people know um, what you're doing to keep people, you know, keep people who come through your door safe and healthy. And I think that that's so important in this COVID era um, yeah. that programs are very proactive. Like, don't wait until a parent asks you what you're you're doing. Make sure that when you've got your social media up, when you've got your website up, you're showing pictures of staff and children wearing masks. That you have information with, um, you know, for instance, bullet points about, you know, we take temperatures, we practice careful hand washing, um, this is how we sanitize things, we don't allow people. So thinking about how to share that information um, will help families feel that you are being very careful and very proactive because fear is one of the big things I think that people are 
people are dealing with right now. Um, and I've also seen, sorry, just to you know extend your thought, I've also seen some FCC providers who have provided videos of what their day looks like from beginning to end, so like small snippets of their day. And that gives a beautiful picture to, to families of what, what is my child going to experience in this program? Right, right. That you've got those, and, and the, the whole idea of the video brings you right there personally into the program to see those, um, you know, excited expressions, even, even, you know, beyond the mask, you can see in the children's eyes how excited they are to be there, how happy they are to be with their friends. Um, when you're thinking about putting um, videos up, I know that a lot of programs now are doing pictures of their programs and some are even doing videos tours. Mm -hmm. Some of them are doing one-on-one -on -one and others are doing putting a little tour video up on their, on their website. And um, one suggestion is that when you're taking someone on a, on a tour that you make stops, tour stops, where you say, okay, this is where we take the children's temperatures and the staff's temperatures before they come in. Um, we wanna show you where we do our hand washing. Um, this is our supply closet. As you can see, we have everything that we need to keep everybody safe. We have thousands of pairs of gloves and we have soap and disinfectant. And um, so there's so many ways to use your online presence to share with families before they even pick up the phone or send you an email, they are seeing all the great things that you're doing to keep everybody safe and happy while they're at your program. Right. Yeah, I think it's important to remember um, that most parents are not reading the Office of Licensing requirements regarding COVID. So don't assume that they know what you have to do. Outline it, list it, show, you know, even if it's 15 bullets, mm -hmm. um, some centers are removing shoes. If you're doing something that goes above and beyond, make sure you're, you know, putting that down so that they can see all of the steps that you're taking to keep their, their kids safe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, An another um, uh, another way to kind of combat fear and encourage program uh, parents and families to try out your program um, is by making families an offer that they can't refuse. I talked with a um, center recently who they were needing to increase their enrollment and they were trying to think of ideas. And I said, here's an idea that I heard of. What about offering um, some free childcare? And like you hear the idea, a free month of childcare, and you say, oh my gosh, how on earth could I afford to give away a free month of childcare? Well, there's different ways to operationalize it. And one is like, you're not gonna make their first month free. <laughs> you're gonna give away a free month of childcare for by giving away one free week each month for four months. Um, so that the idea is you have lured this family to consider your program because you're giving them a bonus. But in reality, their being there is going to in increase your enrollment. And although you may be taking a bit of a loss those first months, the lifetime value of that family 
Like if you look at how long does a typical family stay with your program? And um, are, is the typical family with you for one and a half or two or three years? Does the typical family have two children that go through your program? So you have given away a month's worth of childcare, but if that family stays with you for two years with two children, that was a tiny, tiny price to pay um, in order to have that family come and join your, your, your program. And while they're there, you are helping them to see what an amazing place you are. And that can bring in additional families. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that that is something in a director that I, I spoke with about that. She reported to me the next month. She said, you know what? Um, we were looking um, to increase our enrollment. We had a family thinking about, you know, joining us, and I and and we said to them, hey, you know, we've only got a, a ten days left in this month. Why don't you come and you can have the rest of this month for free, and your tuition will start on the first of the next month. And she felt like that was kind of like the deal maker for them. Like they decided, okay, yeah, we can do this. And, um, and now they've got a, a happy family that's been with them for a few months. So I think that that's, you know, one thing, you know, to think about um, encouraging those new families. And operationally, um, you know, you're not going to offer a free week or a free month to every child all at the same time, right? So um, sending, <laughs> saying to them, hey, try us for 10 days you're not hiring another staff member probably it's you know one more handful of goldfish or you know so operationally the expense isn't real it's nominal compared to um potentially bringing this family on for you know years to come younger siblings whoever they talk to you know it really isn't a big expense but the rewards could be huge mm -hmm. And then I, I think you sometimes, you know, you think about, you, for instance, if you're publicizing this with um, flyers through the community or on your social media or on your website, and it says for, you know, for new families only, and then you have the existing families that say, oh, you know, what about me? So you've got to really be creative and think outside the box. How are you going to support them? Mm -hmm. So can you offer them something special? And I think that having a really robust referral program mm -hmm. is a great way to do that. You know, your happy customers are your best, as you talked about, Andrea, the word of mouth advertising. So if um, you need more families, you put the word out, you know, we're looking to enroll some more great kids into our program and offer your families I mean, can you offer your staff as well referral bonuses? If they bring a new family in who enrolls, do they get, you know, a discount on their childcare that month, or do they get free registration? Um, you also can do, uh, you know, a gift card and a shout out to them. You know, that you're really thanking them for being part of the team and bringing on this new family. So thinking creatively about how you can reward your families for bringing new families your way. I could see how that would really work beautifully because uh, I'm sure all of you see like on Facebook pages and on WhatsApp groups, the local ones, 
parents who come into a new area are constantly asking other mm -hmm. parents and other families to tell them about a child care center that they experienced that was wonderful and so parents always have families always have the opportunity to refer to others in the community so and and if they have um uh, and if they get benefits from doing it that's even more beautiful yeah and you can use that that same idea of a benefit to um encourage families to create testimonials for you mm -hmm. so you know would is it worth your while to give somebody a, a 25 dollar amazon gift card or a discount on registration for next year or free registration if they create a little video that you can put on your facebook page that describes how happy they are with your program you know those ideas of encouraging people through some kind of a reward whether it's a you know a, a public shout out or a little gift or uh you know some a free service that you're showing them how much you value the time that they took to very thoughtfully provide you with a testimonial yeah and don't just stop there i mean you could um offer incentives or benefits to teachers that um host a tour in their classroom if the parents you know sign as a result of that tour or on the spot you know you could offer some kind of um a reward to that classroom staff because it's hard it's hard to have parents come through your room when you're you know teaching a class um and you have you know little ones that you're trying to work with and at the same time your mind is thinking about these people that are watching you and feeling like you should kind of entertain them and so you know how can you reward that especially when you know they've gone above and beyond and the the family the prospective family was so happy that they signed on the spot mm -hmm. yeah oh I, I love that idea andrea i think it's just so important that we think about how can we reward people who are going above and beyond for us in impactful ways that encourage them to continue going above and beyond so if at a staff meeting you're able to say you know we've got this new policy and this is what it's going to be and um i encourage you to you know, think about people that you know who might be looking for childcare and letting them know, you know, that we have a few spaces available mm -hmm. and um, we would love to, you know, enroll some new families. Or, you know, when we have families coming through a trial, like I, I so appreciate your effort in um, showcasing the brilliance of your classroom that I want to reward you for that because I know that it's, it's an inconvenience for you to have people, you know, come through. So I think that that idea is great. And Andrew, what about the whole idea of staff um, serving as your ambassadors for bringing on additional staff? I know you recently were directing a childcare center. So, you know, thinking about that idea of sometimes your best hires come from the folks that you already have in your building. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, word of mouth doesn't stop with just recruiting families, right? Um, you know, we all talk to each other about how we feel about our jobs and what we do and um, how much we love it. And so, you know, you want to 
try to utilize your existing staff to kind of shout out your center as a great place to work as well. And think about, you know, why is your center the best place to work? Um, and if it's not, why? And how can that be fixed? Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you've had a lot of turnover, obviously COVID presents its own challenges and people have their own concerns about that. Uh, but just to consider why your center is such a great place to work, what kind of benefits that you have, and then encouraging staff, you know, if you have openings to post about them. Um, a lot of the staff where I worked were mothers as well. And so they belong to local community um, Facebook groups and, you know, post about it on there, post about the opportunity and, and how much they like working for the school. And also don't stop with your, your employees, but you could also engage if you have families that you're close with, um, who have come through the school, you know, with several children or just really believe in the program, you could ask them to do that as well. Go on the, the community sites and post about any openings that you have. Um, because again, there's no better marketing than word of mouth and testimonials. Um, and just because you're marketing online doesn't mean that you have to lose that personal touch. Absolutely. I remember, Andrea, you shared a story of your experience as a director um, when you were saying that when people came to to tour your program and then you were hesitant about calling them back. Uh, can you share yeah. that story with everyone? I, lo I love what you learned from that story, from that experience. Yeah, I think um, as a director, you don't want, you You know, I believed obviously that my center was the best center in Gloucester County. Um, I wouldn't have done what I did if I didn't believe that. Um, but I think there's a hesitancy I don't know if it's my personality type or just as a society, we're afraid to be too pushy. Um, that it's gonna, you know, everybody knows when you go to the used car lot and you feel like you have people breathing down your neck and they want an answer and are you gonna, you know, pull the trigger? And um, that's not a fun feeling when you're, especially a parent, because you wanna take time to consider uh, what you saw and think of any questions and just, you know, it takes a minute to make a decision, especially your kids are your greatest asset, right? So um, I always was hesitant to follow up after tours and I just didn't want people to feel like, you know, I, we need an answer and, you know, like we were desperate. Um, and so, you know, as we started to research and, and look into some resources for this podcast, it made me realize how it's especially like we were saying with the millennials and technology, shooting somebody a text after a tour or, you know, after you've had a conversation with them, um, it takes, you know, 20 seconds and it doesn't have to be, have you made a decision yet? You know, this is Andrea from such and such, you know, preschool and we're looking to find out if you want to proceed. You can just say, hey, it was great to meet you today. I loved seeing Billy and his excitement about visiting the school. And, you know, we hope to hear from you soon and just leave it at that and let them know that you enjoyed the time that you spent with them. You didn't forget about them. They're not just, you know, an enrollment number or potential enrollment number that they really mattered, I think can go a long way. 
right. I, I've um, heard of people who choose to give goodie bags to families who come and tour the center. And you think about, you know, for a, you know, potentially a, a $5 investment on your part, how impactful that could be for that family. I mean, everybody loves to get a present. So you get like a, a little bitty, uh, you know, a goodie bag. What if it has, you know, a sticker on, you know, you buy some, some colorful bags at the dollar store and you have a sticker on it with your center's logo and, you know, website and phone number, et cetera. And in that goodie bag, you have a, you know, a nice child's book and maybe a pack of goldfish crackers and just some creative things that you can can think of you know a coupon for you know free registration or however you want to do it creatively but just something that's memorable like oh my gosh you know we went there and they gave us a present <laughs> i love that gesture and it would keep reminding that family of of the beautiful gesture even when they got, got home and started using all the gifts from the back too i love that because sometimes you know you have families that for whatever reason your program's not the right fit for them right but it doesn't mean that it won't be the right fit for somebody else you know maybe they were mm -hmm. anticipating needing childcare because they're seven months pregnant and then they figure out that they can have a parent stay home for a year but their next door neighbor says hey um, you know, do you any, know any childcare centers? Well, I toured a childcare center six months ago and they were absolutely amazing. And if I needed childcare, that's where my child would be. Like that gesture, you know, do you have some things that you pop in that goodie bag with your center's logo and branding on it? Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like a magnet. I, I tend to put a lot of magnets on my fridge. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. And when you're thinking of staffing, um, do you have t-shirts, for instance, for you're thinking about families and staff? And I um, was listening to a, a, a webinar from Hinge Brokers, and I think Andrea, you uh, might yeah. have listened to the same one. That um, we we have so many resources, like our go-to's and you're going to get this resource page i happen to love the child care success academies things i think hinge brokers is great hi mama um kangaroo time um uh, connie wilchansky there's so many people out there who are putting out lots of helpful information but on this hinge brokers webinar she talked about having high quality t-shirts she said for the extra few dollars that it would cost to get a t-shirt that feels really soft and really comfortable um you're gonna get a t-shirt that people will actually wear mm -hmm. so if you you know if you spend less money and get something that's not really super comfortable people might not you know be inclined to wear it they your staff might wear it because they have to wear it because it's the work uniform but what if you got a t-shirt that was so comfortable and so eye-catchy that people wore it around town or to the gym or you know just on their day off because it was just such a great shirt so i think anything you could think of is different ways to to promote your business um and andrea you did a, a lot of research on 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 staffing and hiring what are some of the other things that that you learned yeah so um 
really, I think if you take anything away from this, our time together, and I don't want to speak for Lori and Pooja, but um, I think it's so important to think outside the box and try things that you hadn't considered before. Maybe you were afraid to try before um, because we're just in a time right now where it's just, we've never been here before. We've never done this before. So it's time to, you know, use strategies that we've never used before. Um, you want to make sure that you are considering all of the resources and tools um, at your fingertips. Um, as far as staffing is concerned, there's so many websites that you can post to um, for, you know, a job posting, Indeed, um, Glassdoor, Newton, Handshake. Handshake is specifically for college students. Uh, and speaking of college students, if you have any um, community college or uh, universities in your area, reach out. If they have an early childhood education or even education, you know, period, reach out and find out if they have any students that are looking for part-time jobs. Um, you know, they're at, they're at college, they might be looking for something and it gives them experience, which that is worth more than the money that they would be making, right? Um, I can't tell you how many college students, we live close to a university and uh, we had college students and, you know, it would, it's hard because, you know, the longevity isn't there as much as it would be for somebody who, you know, might be a mom and looking to kind of commit to something more long-term, but the college students were always eager and, you know, ready to get the experience. And um, it was just a great option for us to, you know, fill in some holes that we had. Yeah. And yeah. I, I I just want to want to amplify what you said right there, um, Andrea. That that being willing to try something new and thinking outside the box, um, and Pooja, from what you said before, like whatever it is you need to figure out how to do, you can you can Google it, um, and that's that is absolutely true. There are so many incredible resources out there. Um, the other thing I'm, I'm kind of thinking about is systems thinking. So you know in this time when we are all so incredibly busy you know do you have a system set up for handling the phone calls that that come in or handling the texts or handling the you know emails whatever it is that's coming in from families do you have a system set up where you're you know gathering their information and you're um have a a script a script that's available for anybody who's going to you know respond to that family um, and tell them the amazing things about your program. Because number one question that gets asked, a family calls and they said, you know, I have a three-year-old, do you have room and how much do you cost? And they ask because obviously they want the space, but they don't know what else to ask. Right, you they don't, don't know what you don't know. Yeah, so if you, you know, you are able to create that script and some of our resources talk about that, you know, creating that script, um, you know, I, yes, we do take three-year-olds. Yes, we do have one opening. You always want to make something, um, you know, scarcity, the scarcity mindset, you know, or yes, we do have, you know, a, an opening that just became available in that classroom. Yes, we do have just two openings. We'd love to have you tour. Um, and then also thinking about how you're going to share your program. Well, um, 
let me tell you a little bit about our program. If you have just a minute, I want to tell you three things that set our program apart from any of the other programs locally, and that's you're using your unique selling points. You're gathering information on the child, their name, their birth date, why they're looking for care, have they ever been in care before, so you're able to build the relationship right from the beginning. And then you've got a, a script that you follow and a system you follow when you take somebody on a tour, whether it's a video tour or whether it's an in-person tour. The same way that you have a system for working with new staff members who might be coming mm -hmm. your way. You know, how are you gonna handle that interview? And then that whole idea of having a system in place for the follow-up, and I think that sometimes makes it a little bit easier for people. And Andrea, I think you hit the nail on the head. We're early childhood people. You know, our business is, is taking care of children and providing them with amazing, loving, responsive care. Our business is not necessarily being marketing professionals, but if we have a system and we have a plan, as you said, to just reach out and say, oh, I loved meeting you, or, you know, oh, here, I just wanted to send you our latest weekly newsletter and you can see some of the great things our kids were doing in the program. So that, that plan for how you're gonna reach out, um, I think is, is wonderful. And then also thinking about how, as part of Grow New Jersey Kids, you are never alone. Mm -hmm. There is an entire team behind you. Um, and Pooja, do you wanna talk a little bit about the, the support that, that programs can experience by being part of Grow New Jersey Kids? Sure. Um, before I do that, I just, you know, while you were talking, I, I was just thinking it's so important that uh, we should also be like, I was listening to Andrea and I just want to emphasize that you, it's really important for you to find that uniqueness and feel competent about yourself and not feel hesitant to tell people how you're unique and different and how you're providing the children with the love and care and learning that they need at this time so feel competent that's that that's really important i just wanted to put it out there and yeah uh, one of the ways in which you can get support at this time is from the grow new jersey kids program we have a a beautiful system in place um where there is a quality improvement specialist who works with you in the beginning providing you with the basic knowledge of uh, how you can improve best practices in the program. And uh, when you are ready with all your basics, there is a technical assistance specialist who can help you to improve uh, all of your practices from business practices to teaching practices in the classroom. And we use research-based information to do everything uh, uh, that we do. Like we have uh, Grow New Jersey Kids standards that are all based in research. And uh, we are there to provide you support in terms of training, in terms of resources, in terms of sometimes even just emotional support, right? Which is something that we often need. Just just talking to us about what is going on and having a reflective conversation. We're there for that too. So, um, uh, and we are connected to so many organizations in New Jersey itself, like infant toddler specialists, uh, we can reach out to them if that is something that you're struggling with, you're having a tough time with uh, teachers in the classroom, in the infant toddler classrooms, and we can, you know, connect you with an infant toddler specialist if you're struggling with 
challenging behavior, we can connect you with an organ uh, with a program called CEFI, who can send special support to you so that the teachers can work with the child who is struggling and uh, work with the teacher who may be struggling with challenging behavior as such. And uh, so in that sense, we, we have a lot of resources um, and I would say a lot of them are free resources, right? Mm -hmm. So do take advantage and be part of Grow New Jersey Kids. Yeah, thanks. I, I, I think that you could um, both agree. Um, I have heard from so many programs who have said during this time of the pandemic, I don't know how I would have done it without mm -hmm. Grow New Jersey Kids. Um, they were so pleased um, that they, you know, people who are part of Grow New Jersey Kids, they have their sanitation and their hand washing and their diapering procedures down to a science. Like you're practicing best practices. So when the pandemic happened, those programs were able to say, oh, like we're already doing so much of this. Mm -hmm. um, and so that was like such a, a validating feeling, I think for, for them to know that. And, um, you know, we're talking with programs who, who haven't yet made the decision to join GROW, or maybe they were part of GROW, but it wasn't the right season for them, and they they disengaged, and now they're not really sure. Well, we're saying, come on back, because there's never been a better time. If you're practicing these careful health and safety guidelines, you've already taken a big step to being part of GROW. So we encourage you, because people said, like, as you said, the, the emotional support, Pooja, mm -hmm. The, the ability to connect with other directors and other family childcare providers who have made this very vulnerable decision to reflectively improve their quality, like to be able to say, okay, um, you know, I think we're doing good things, but what could we do better? Like that's, that's a vulnerable step, but programs that are engaged in this work, supporting each other through GROW um, is wonderful. And, and um, as Pooja said, there's, this is all available for free. When you're part of Grow New Jersey Kids, this just comes pouring into your program and you have all of those supports. You have mentoring, you have coaching, you have those reflective conversations. So it's it's wonderful. And one of the things that we like to provide is resources. So Pooja has taken our links and created a beautiful document for you to be able to access all of the research that we did um, to have this conversation with you. I wanna talk about a couple of other organizations in New Jersey that you might find really, really helpful. Um, so one is NJACI. That's the New Jersey Association for the Education of Young Children. And that's um, a local part of NACI, the National Association for the Education of Young Children. Um, you join one and you have membership for both. It's uh, very affordable to join and you have access to amazing resources. There's the NJ Shared Resources. They have a great marketing plan toolkit that just came out in the last week or two. And you have access to templates for all kinds of documents. You also, as part of NJC, have access to um, discounts, you have on conferences, you get a, a journal, young children are teaching young children. You also have the opportunity to gather together with other directors for 
conversation and professional development on a monthly basis. So it's a very vibrant organization. Um, another uh, a national opportunity to find out information, I uh, like Childcare Exchange. So it's Exchange Magazine, childcareexchange.com. And it's a magazine that has been around for more than 40 years that provides lots of information for child care center directors. So it's really a, a great resource. And, and I want to add to that child care exchange. Um, they also send you free re resources every month. So uh, if you subscribe to them, sometimes they send you really cool videos that you can watch while you're doing something else. And yeah, that, that is an additional benefit of a child care exchange. Yes, and I've had directors tell me that they will sometimes take one of the articles from the Child Care Exchange magazine and use it as a professional learning tool at a staff meeting. So they'll have all the staff read the same, you know, two or three page article and then they'll have a conversation about it and that that's a, a way that they use it. I think there's just so many great um, things in that. And um, Young Children magazine from NAEYC is online and Child Care Exchange is also online. So you have access to the wisdom of the ages. You can go back and search for things, you know, that you might have missed if you weren't a member two years ago, but you can find that that information really um, easily. Um, and some of the, the other organizations, um, Child Care Aware, there's Child Care Aware of New Jersey and there's Child Care Aware, which is the national organization for child care resource and referral agencies. And they provide lots of helpful content. Um, there's just so many different folks out there who are providing great information. Um, I want to give a disclaimer that some of the resources within our resource guide link to companies that do sell things. Um, child care success company, they have an opportunity for you to become a member of their child care academy. And if you choose to do that, that's fine. But they also offer tons of free resources. Hi Mama is the same thing. They um, offer child care management software. And if you choose to take part of that, that's great, but you don't have to in order to benefit from the knowledge that they have been sharing so freely. Um, hinge brokers as well. Like there's just such great information. So um, I can give you an example. If you go on child care success company, you know, they're going to offer you lots of opportunities to participate in, in things for cost. They are great marketers. Chris Murray, who founded that company 10 years ago, if you go on her website, you're going to see some ideas that you may want to, you know, that you may want to implement. Her website is designed. Um, we have a link to a website that is a child care center in Indiana that has just such a presence. You think about like what are some good things to have in a website and that incorporates the videos, the photos, the color, the ease, the keeping kids safe, the easy to apply to work there, the easy to apply to take a tour or enroll. Um, so we're we're really excited by what we put together for you. So Pooja and Andrea, what do you want to want to add as we we wrap this up? I just wanted to say, sorry, Andrea. <laughs> You're fine. Go ahead. 
Okay, I just wanted to say that uh, sometimes, like when you look at when you look at the resources, you may think that I've seen this before or I've heard this before. Uh, but uh, when you maybe you have a Facebook page and you have a website that you worked on, but you want to look at the little details and figure out what is it that is missing from whatever it is you know that you're doing and 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 add to it. There's always something new you can learn even if you have you know heard about it before uh in another webinar so just look look at the little at the fine details and ask yourself questions um to help you to figure out what is what else you need that's all yeah and i think i just wanted to speak to um grow new jersey kids um i was actually a director until september of 2020 and so I'm new as a technical assistance specialist. Um, I don't know how we would have been able to reopen had it not been for Grow New Jersey Kids. I, and, and as Pooja was saying, it wasn't just physical resources, it was the emotional part too. It just, you know, if you're out there and you're directing a school or, you know, working at a school, it can be isolating, especially right now. And so, you know, it's a network. It's a network. You have your your technical assistance specialist, but then you also have the other directors in your region. And um, I feel like, you know, as we've stated before, you don't have to be the expert on everything. Um, you don't have to do everything yourself. And so, you know, just being able to bounce ideas off of one another and um, I, at the school that where I worked, we actually did create a virtual tour for the website. And I did that because I got the idea from other directors with Grow uh, on a regional networking meeting. So, you know, use, nobody's expecting you to be an expert at everything. So, you know, use all of the tools that you have um, to your advantage and, and don't, you're not alone. You don't have to do this by yourself. You don't have to navigate it alone. Yeah, thanks so much. I, I I think that you're absolutely right. That idea of together we're better and you don't have to be uh, alone in doing this. And we're doing something that no one, no one has a blueprint for. We're just right. figuring it out as we go. So as we're figuring it out, figuring it out together helps us to be better. And Pooja, the idea of the little details I think is so, so important because tiny little tweaks in what you're doing. Um, I'm reading a book called Atomic Habits, which is a very popular book right now. And it talks about the value of making tiny, tiny little changes to get to a big impact um, and how looking at these resources with a new eye and saying, okay, I do this, but what if I add this one thing? Could it make a difference for my program? And could this be the thing that, that makes the biggest difference? Or, or just trying maybe one small change this week and maybe seeing if there's something else you can add, add next week. So thank you so much. I have really enjoyed our conversation. I'm so excited to be able to share this resource with all of our listeners. And uh, 
Remember, if you're part of Grow New Jersey Kids and you have questions or you need a listening ear or you need a resource, reach out to your quality improvement specialist or your technical assistance specialist. And if you're not part of Grow New Jersey Kids yet, reach out to your local resource and referral agency because they will help you to get signed on so that you can experience the great benefits that come by being part of this program. Thanks so much, everybody. Have a great day. Thank, Thank you. you.